Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for Tuesday, November 15, and here's what's going on in the industry today. Consumer Reports conducted yet another survey asking Americans if they are in favor of higher fuel economy standards. Well, of course they are. 93% said so. But then come the lies. 56% of Americans said they will buy a hybrid or electric car. And 81% said they'd pay extra to buy one. So why do I call these lies? because Consumer Reports has been reporting these results for years. Yet hybrids account for only 2% of new car sales, while gas-guzzling luxury cars and big SUVs continue to sell strong. The lesson in this is, don't believe what people tell the pollsters. Instead, watch what they actually buy. Speaking of fuel economy, Ford says that two-thirds of Americans do not believe the company has fuel-efficient vehicles. Ford's vice president of marketing, Jim Farley, says that perceptions of fuel economy greatly affect how an automaker can price its products. He says Ford needs to boost the public's perception of its fuel economy so it can raise prices. Even though that perception has improved, Farley says Ford has a long way to go. Sales of the Fiat 500 are going slow in the American market. Ward's data shows there was a 30% decline in October compared to September, so Chrysler will suspend production of the 1.4 liter engine, which powers the 500. And they're, they're gonna close that plant for the next two weeks. The company laid off 30 employees at its engine plant in Dundee, Michigan. But you know, here's the real problem. Fiat kind of blew the launch. It still does not have all of its dealers up and running. And besides, with only one model in the showroom, not enough people are coming in to shop the brand. Earlier this year, the U.S. Treasury Department said losses from the auto bailout would be around $14 billion. But now, with a big drop in GM stock price, the agency has revised its estimate. The Treasury now says it expects the loss will be over $23 billion. It's no secret Google is developing autonomous cars. The internet search giant has been testing them out in California and a fleet of modified Toyota Priuses have been cruising around the Bay Area for some time now. But a curious paragraph in a New York Times article makes it sound like Google will build its own vehicles and do it in the US. To me, it makes sense for the company to maybe update existing cars and to add autonomous functionality But do you think they're actually going to manufacture their own vehicles? To me, that sounds absurd. Ford is on a roll with the Mustang. It seems that a year doesn't go by without it getting some big upgrades. The iconic pony car was redesigned in 2010. Then for 2011, it got a host of minor enhancements, plus a brand new powertrain lineup, including a reborn 5-liter V8. And Ford's at it again for 2013, The car's styling has been reworked. It gets new technology, including an information display that shows all kinds of parameters like zero to 60 times, cornering Gs, and braking performance. 
On GT models, the 5.0 gets a nice bump to 420 horsepower. Two new colors are even available. Gotta have it green and deep impact blue. But the biggest story here is the Shelby GT500. It gets a brand new 5.8 liter supercharged V8 that delivers a staggering 650 horsepower with 600 foot-pounds of torque. Ford claims it's the most powerful production V8 engine in the world, and amazingly, it is exempt from the gas guzzler tax. Top speed should be more than 200 miles an hour. And maybe Consumer Reports ought to do a survey about that car. Hey, don't forget to join us tomorrow afternoon for our live coverage at the LA Auto Show. We'll give you a walking tour of what's being unveiled on the floor, as well as some interviews with some of the top automotive executives attending the show. That's tomorrow, starting at 3 p.m. Eastern Time at Autoline.tv. Coming up next, it's time for You Said It. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. And now it's time for some of your feedback. Motorman wonders, why are not the auto companies working on more natural gas-powered vehicles since the USA has lots of cheap natural gas? Could it be that with a natural gas compressor in your garage to fill your car, the state and federal government would have no way of collecting road fuel tax? Motorman, it's up to the people to buy these vehicles, and they simply are not buying. First, it's hard to find gas stations that serve natural gas. When I test drove a CNG Honda Civic, I discovered that the closest natural gas station I could find was 20 miles away. Second, those CNG vehicles are really expensive. A CNG Civic is about $7,000 more than a base gasoline version. Dennis saw our story on how Chinese automakers seem to be following part of Mao Zedong's military strategy, and he says, this is how the Chinese Communist Central Planning Committee directs their corporations in order to beat the capitalists at their own game. Ironically, the Western brands are assisting in their own demise by their substantial transfer of capital and technology to the Chinese auto industry. This strategy is clearly outlined in Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Dennis, I think you're right. I think that automotive trade issues with China will become a major global issue later in this decade. T. Bejma is ticked off at the people putting down the Chevrolet Volt because one of them caught on fire. He says, this one caught on fire 21 days after being hit by a side impact sled. And that's a good point. This was a crash test car that was severely damaged, but passed the crash test and then was left to linger in the boneyard until it caught fire. The root cause definitely needs to be uncovered, but I would say there probably is not a problem with the Volt. XA351 GT is not very impressed with the new Toyota Camry. He says, for having 90% of the parts redone, it doesn't look much different than the last Camry. It's boring, reliable, and will sell by the truck load to those who only care about going from point A to B. You're probably right, it will sell well, but will it sell as well as before? My guess is that Toyota is going to have a harder time holding on to that number one slot with the Camry. Love your letters, boy, is that an active part of our website? Check it all out. And 
Don't forget that you can subscribe to AutoLine Daily so that it automatically arrives in your email box every day. You can also get our announcements of special programming that will be appearing on the AutoLine website. Just go to AutoLine.tv, scroll down the homepage, and look for the banner that says Daily Email. You can subscribe there, and best of all, it's free. And that wraps up this show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.